Hello and welcome to another episode of the Boink Radio Podcast here in the Boink Network Discord server. Today is April 23rd, 2021, and we're going to be talking about something we have covered several times, but you can never cover it enough, the social side of Boink, because this stuff is more than just the technology. Uh, but first, hey, what's up? You can join us every Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern, Boink Network Discord server. You're welcome to join us in the text or voice chat, whatever you want to do. Uh, come on in and talk. We're a good old friendly folk of people. We got a puppy now. Well, I have a puppy, but I'm offering it up oh, to this community. What? Yeah, you have dude. A mascot now. This is our mascot. I just I posted a picture here. Damn, that looks good. Out. Yeah, dude. She's finally going to sleep. Happy days. Uh, <laughs> so, let's get right into it. We're a little pressed for time today. Uh, Delta, do you have oak? You promised us oak this week. Uh, I'm just cracking it open now. The suspense right. as we all try to hear you open it. <laughs> Well, I can't press the push-to-talk button and open at the same time, but... But you can clap and press the push-to-talk button at the same time. I expect it higher from you. Now, listen, if I were to do the same thing as me clapping as to me opening an oak and pressing the button at the same time, I'd probably spill all the milk over my keyboard. Where's so it? So that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, well, what do you got today? Uh, today, uh, I think from the other week where I had my oak, uh, I mentioned that after chocolate and strawberry comes either banana or vanilla and today i have vanilla it is the oak vanilla malt flavor and um from the week where i was talking about my banana milk um it has the exact same slogan on the back and for those of you that don't know what hungry thirsty is i recommend you go back and listen to the first podcast where i have the oak milk present <laughs> presentation it is a good and it's a great phrase Everything about it is great. You're great. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Speaking of how, how great you are, did you happen uh, to stay up until 2 in the morning to catch the second round of the Boink Workshop? Do you think I stayed up till 2 in the morning to catch the second round of the Boink Workshop? I don't, but I was hoping maybe you did. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got no updates for you guys. If anyone here in the chat uh, did catch the workshop, and there's anything really interesting you want to share, throw it in. We'll share it with the good folks listening. Otherwise, guys, there is one last round for this year's virtual workshop. It is next, well, this coming Wednesday, April 28th. Kicks off at noon Eastern time. Find that for your own time zone. You must register to attend. You can register at boinkworkshop.org. Once you register, you'll get a link to a Zoom uh, meeting. And this week's theme is community. And what better topic for today than the social side of Boink if we were to be talking about community at the virtual workshop next week. So awesome stuff. But before we get into that, Delta, we got to do the news. Let's go. So coming out of Doc at home, they're celebrating six months as a project. Congrats to them. I think they're moving right along, right? They've got an open source application uh, and they're continuing to uh, do more and more work. Uh, I do know that they were almost whitelisted with the Gridcoin network. I'm sure they will be eventually as they continue to update their, their infrastructure to be able to handle that network uh, that throws a good amount of uh, flops at any project on that whitelist. Uh, so they are in the post-processing process of the, obtained, of the results they obtained uh, while they will simultaneously be performing virtual screening for the fifth target. Uh, they have several targets. This has to do with viral protease. Pro, 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 <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and uh, in the phase of getting physical samples of compounds for wet lab testing, uh, they're going to present the this project. Psydoc will be presenting on April 28th, uh, and the talk is at. Uh, I'm not going to give that time. It's in a different time zone. Uh, that uh, ooh, in uh, sort of related news, but in tangential news, I suppose. Uh, the Boink Pentathlon selected Psydoc for this year's marathon project. So congrats to Psydoc. This will bring them tons of processing power. The Pentathlon is a huge competition. We'll be talking more about competitions in a little bit once we get into the main topic. Uh, but that marathon is going to be running from April 5th, or sorry, May 5th to May 18th. Uh, and before that happens, they plan to be moving to a new physical server. Uh, and this will increase their capabilities in terms of handling influx of crunchers for both the pentathlon and gridcoin uh, and during this transition the project will be unavailable for one to two days so when it goes down don't be shocked they're just improving their infrastructure so great news coming out of psydoc sweet now let's go to mlc at home they have a new update uh, it is their weekly summary, as usual, and they mentioned that they did present at the 2021 Boink Workshop, and they have published their slides to the website, so if you want to go and check out what they actually presented, it's uh, up on their main thread here. And the video of the presentation will be posted to the Boink Workshop 2021 YouTube channel, uh, which currently has no videos on it. Um, <laughs> and uh, in... Um, so yeah, they, they presented on day two, which was this week, which none of us were able to attend, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there were a lot of uh, other projects with uh, AI and machine learning. And um, there seemed to be, uh, according to them, there seemed to be a lot of interest in AI and machine learning within Boink. Yeah. The paper has been released. <laughs> oh yeah, Jane. Hey! I was just going to say, I imagine. I thought you were done. Keep going. Yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, their data set, uh, their data set, and their paper has been released by the looks of it. So, congratulations on MLC at home. And I think there's a lot more science to go to because uh, they still have progress to make on uh, data set number three, which they're 75% complete on, and they're starting work on data set four. And wow, they are actually live streaming some coding sessions in their Discord server. So if you want to go and learn how to actually program for MLC at home, they are looking for some developers to help with some of the GitLab issues over on their uh, GitLab repository. So That's if you're a programmer really or a data scientist, come and take a look. That's really neat. Like, perfect day again to talk about the social side of Boink. We've got MLC at home looking for people to contribute and having their own Discord, their own little community going and teaching people how to code at the same time. So that's fascinating. Uh, and congrats to MLC at home for getting their paper out. And all the details of the Discord server and their paper and any videos or any slides are here on the MLC at home point forum. So if you want to come and check it out, it's just straight on their website, mlcathome.org. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Coming out of SR base. Um, what's Formula Boink? I've heard it before. That's a, or a, a competition, right? Pretty sure, yeah. Awesome. Well, it's the Grand Prix of Boink. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was the Pentathlon. Uh, there's so many. We just gotta. <laughs> Jeez. The uh, anyway, SR Base was chosen as the project for Formula Boink. So I may be getting them all confused, but I'm sure this one is going to bring a lot of process power to SR Base. It's a great way to get some badges, have some fun, meet some people, and compete while doing science 
slash man slash computational whatever on point so have some fun check out the project learn about it if it's if you've never heard about it before what better way to introduce yourself to a new project than by competition hopping uh thank Sweet. you koshi koshi says it's an ongoing year-long competition with marathons and sprints okay all right beautiful yep so stay tuned for all the updates on that and uh, another small issue from sr base they had a little bit of an outage not too long ago um i think uh and they were just doing some updates on the server to make it a bit more secure they've updated their firewall so if you experienced any downtime from sr base that was probably what it was from uh and then coming out of wanless too the most weirdly named and fun projects <laughs> I've heard of in the past couple of months. <laughs> they have found a 12-digit factor of P2203, uh, 291,832 times. Still no sign of any larger factors. So I have no idea what any of this means, but I'm reading it. <laughs> you can check out my project brief on it where I explain what it's like to be wanless. And actually, I'm wanless at the moment right now. I'm running off of cellular. <laughs> hey, nice. Yeah, the NBN technician is coming in this morning. So hopefully we'll have it back. And that's my news. <laughs> hey, here we go. All right. <laughs> then let's jump into it. I mean, I guess we could just go right off of uh, all the competitions that uh, are coming up now. The pentathlon, the Boink Formula and use them to, to slide on into the social side of Boink because Boink, yes, infrastructure, technical infrastructure, enables people to host data and uh, get that data out to hundreds of thousands of computers and hosts around the world to get analyzed. Uh, but in doing so, it connects all those hundreds of thousands of hosts or rather the owners of those hundreds of thousands of hosts. And the people who made Boink in the first place, David Getty, and his friends, David Anderson and, and the other folks who started it all up, made Boink with the specific goal to jumpstart interest in science, similar to how the Apollo missions did it. Uh, the Apollo missions of like the 1960s, how they jumpstarted interest in science. So there is, it's no coincidence that there's gamification behind Boink and that you can gain credits, you can form teams, you can form these competitions and compete with one another and create forums and, and create communities around these projects. Real Community Grid is actually a great example of this. Their whole website uh, is one giant forum, essentially. Like once you get past the intro pages, uh, is, is a bunch of people connecting with one another, talking about the science. Even Delta, do you remember we've talked about this before? There have been uh, high schools that have used World Community Grid for competitions. There was a kid who went up to one of the projects in Canada, I think, just to see the Boink project, like to see meet the researchers running the project. Yeah, and uh, I've heard of also people convincing their workplace, which has a lot of uh, idle computers usually, to run Boink sometimes during the night. Uh, of course, you need to get your permission to do it, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's really a big community. Yeah, and it's a community of hood. Right, the uh, uh, Project Alice says science nerds here in the chat. Absolutely, it's uh, but but not only. Uh, there's the researchers. So these are researchers working out of some fairly large institutions at times. You know, CERN, uh, IBM, um, universities around the world, Max Planck Institute, Einstein at home, uh, and then also researchers who just you know tinker with data in their uh, in their bedroom 
with a, a laptop and whatever they can do to host the server. And then also science enthusiasts who want to just use their computers to do some science, to contribute to a worthy cause. Maybe not even science enthusiasts, just people who are contributing to a project that has affected them uh, or is working on something that's affected them personally. The medical projects are great examples of this. The climate change projects are great examples of this, where someone might be contributing to it, even though they're like, uh, they, they studied business or, or English or like 15th century poetry of the Yorkshire football club. I don't know, right? They're now connected to science, but they're working through Boink and through that, they're connected to this researcher coming out of the Max Planck Institute out of Hanover. And it's just, it creates this thread that involves inclusion. So this this poetry major is now included in the process of scientific discovery. Uh, and uh, communication, this poetry major is now learning about science directly from the scientists. And if not directly from the scientists, from someone from that team who is a science communicator, uh, so it, it helps build that field out, science communication, which is so desperately important. And at this point, I'm just rambling. So someone reel me in, Delta. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say that uh, community was talked a lot about in the first work uh, in the first virtual point workshop this year, and uh, a lot of it uh, surrounded actually collaborating with different groups and especially businesses. And uh, a lot of it was actually businesses coming to Boink rather than Boink coming to businesses, where they were saying, hey, listen, we need to fulfill some of the social goals of our business because businesses have business goals and they have social goals and their social goals is to give back to society. And so some businesses have found uh, Boink as a way to, as a means of non-monetary ways of doing that. And... Uh, yeah, that it's it's really a, a, a good way to actually communicate with not only just people who want to crunch and support science, but also businesses who want to uh, achieve those social aspects and goals of their business. Absolutely. It's called ESG, Environmental, Social and Governance. And it's a huge thing in investment circles right now. And, and major corporations are looking at their ESG profile because major venture capital and investors are not investing in companies that don't have a social mission, that don't have environmental missions, that don't have uh, equal governance protocols, or, or I don't know how to phrase that part. But the, 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 the takeaway here is Yes, businesses are part of the social network too. So you have poetry major, you have researcher, you have science enthusiast, you have high school student, you have major corporation, you have small business, you have oak enthusiast, you have oak enthusiast, you have <laughs> someone from China, you have someone from the United States, you have a global network of people from all walks of life uh, participating in science. Science, all of a sudden, through this technology. Enabled by this technology, science has become the central, the focal point of connecting people from around the world. And moreover, you see uh, uh, organizations and entities, entities like Leyline uh, and organizations like the Open Source Network Gridcoin, uh, both of which incentivize people to do Boink, bringing in greedy people into the system. So there's people who just want to make money in the world, and there's no getting around that. Well, in order for them to make money, they're going to have to participate in science and do science. So you now include 
a lot of people around the world, again, from a lot of different countries. And it's just getting them to connect has been a struggle for Boeing for, since its inception. It's focused a lot on the technology, and that's fine. But um, these workshops are a great example of uh, how Boeing has struggled to connect all the different projects, all the different uh, types of people in Boink, from gamers to poetry majors to researchers and scientists, and enable them to communicate by speaking the same language of Boink. You know, all of these people know what a cruncher is, right? So it's it's absolutely um, inspiring. That's one of the reasons I'm in Boink. I, I contribute to Boink as opposed to something like Folding at Home, which is a permissioned system where, in order to get your work, your science done on Folding at Home, you have to go through the Folding at Home organization. I think it's still out of Stanford. Uh, and, and they are Folding at Home. That organization is Folding at Home. Boink is a permissionless system, and anyone can use it. Anyone can make a project. Anyone can contribute uh, processing power, but anyone can contribute processing power to Folding at Home, too. So that's not a difference. But the, the permissionless aspect of it lets that social network uh, cast a very wide net and enable the science communication and participation across the board. Uh, and going to the chat here, Project Alice says, I think the global community helps folks feel more like we're all in this together, which helps reduce the us versus them feeling little by little, one project, work, one work unit, and one relationship at a time. But it's definitely more than a bunch of machines. The network connects the machines, but the humans create the community. It's good for the world. And you absolutely saw this with the COVID projects. Like the 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 number of people that jumped into Folding at Home and Boink were, uh, it was <laughs> overwhelming, really, because of that, we're all in this together thing. And and I think a side of the effect of this, spinning off of what you're saying, which I love, is that we're going to get rid of anti-vaxxers. Because when you're contributing to the science, when you're breaking that us versus them feeling of scientists and the rest of the world, when you pop that institutional academic bubble, all of a sudden, there's just no more fighting. You don't, that's it. There's no bubble. When there's no bubble, there's no bubble. And that's a wonderful thing. If you understand at least a little bit how the science works, or at least if the researcher is really, really trying to tell you how it works and doing everything they can to the point of they're even hiring a science communicator to do it, uh, then you're going to trust them more. If you actually helped find the lowest energy level state of a protein that created the vaccine that's going into your arm, you're going to trust that vaccine more versus today's world where it's, oh, just trust the the institution, just trust the, the private company, <laughs> just trust the private company, which is even that's, that's worse, right? So it's the, the side effects of this social aspect. Like everyone loves the technology, the, the infrastructure of Boink, but the side effects of the social network behind it are uh, immeasurable. And I think it's actually what Boink was made to do. If you go back and read what Dev David Getty wrote, uh, uh, said back in the day when uh, he's interviewed about starting Boink, starting SETI at home, uh, he wanted to make the social aspect real. He wanted people to feel connected to science. And it's it's finally succeeding. And you're seeing it more and more as more communities like Boink Network start up, as MLC at home starts their own thing. And you have the uh, their own Discord. And you have the legacy projects. Prime Grid has their own Discord server and a wonderful, lively community. World Community Grid, same thing. And a bunch of other projects. Not trying to leave anyone out, but there's just too many, right? So it's... It's easy for me to get stuck into a rant because the social 
aspect of Boink to me is the most powerful aspect of Boink. Someone could rewrite the Boink code base to be a much better uh, concise code base, but that social aspect, you can't remake that social aspect. All right, so let me unstuck you, Jay Ringo, and let's bring it back into a little bit more specific on the topic. Let's start talking about the formula Boink and the pentathlons and all the competitions that uh, are in Boink. So these competitions are started by different organizations. Um, they're not exactly entirely formal. They're just put up here and there. Some of them have websites, some of them don't. And they allow teams to come together and crunch and uh, pretty much direct most of their processing power to a particular project. And there's a couple things that happen with these uh, these team sports, you could say, <laughs> um, where basically they, they provide a whole bunch of things to the projects. Not only do they provide a whole bunch of instant computing power, but they also provide the project with a stress test. And we've actually seen some projects fail from this stress. And I think we've talked about some of them before where so many users come on, make new users, um, start fetching all the work units and start crunching them that either their work unit generator just can't keep up or the project just goes down entirely just simply because there's way too much, way too much traffic going across their servers. So um, not only does the, do, do these um, team competitions uh, actually help the social side of it but it also helps technical side and it's really interesting looking at the charts when the formula boink or the pentathlon or something moves to a different project because you'll see one project go like straight through the floor in terms of its recent average credit and then another one will just go straight to the moon <laughs> and it's really really fun to watch it is these projects are a great side effect of the gamification and it's it's i love the the thought that um breaking the project servers actually encourages them to get better infrastructure because i while it sucks to break a project servers due to load um i don't think you're wrong at all <laughs> like it incentivizes folks to really get good infrastructure for their projects so they can handle these influxes when their projects get chosen for a sprint or a competition or when they get whitelisted with with gridcoin for example uh it, it's uh it's an interesting bridge between the technology and the social side for sure so yeah, they need to make sure that the laptop in the in the closet doesn't catch fire when when it gets listed on the pentathlon. Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens when uh, this decentralized Web 3.0 technology gets a little bit further, and you can actually make a Boink project without hosting a server because you can just use different blockchain protocols to to get the web space and everything you need. Like that's going to be fascinating. Absolutely. Oh man, we're not close to that though. But to reel it back, it's coming. <laughs> it is coming for sure. You can see it's starting to form. Some of these these newer projects are pretty insane. Um, but getting back into the chat here, Project Alice says uh, that she read that Neil deGrasse Tyson said science hasn't become less amazing recently. Uh, in the U.S., there's an anti-science element uh, in politics and culture, but it needs better marketing. How can we help get more regular people involved? But it can be one of the doors into the world of science literacy for non-scientists. Maybe the social draw can help get people interested. Absolutely. So I think there are two main aspects that can get people to do something. Your friend is doing it and there's money behind it. At the end of the day, I do not believe in altruism. So the, and we can talk, we can argue about that, but 
the money behind it. That's During Christmas, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's great theories on why altruism just is it cannot exist. It doesn't make sense. But anyway, the 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 money is being worked on. There are incentivization incentivization protocols. That's fine. I'm okay with people being greedy as long as they do good with their greed. There's no point in pushing, saying we have to get rid of greed. It's part of human nature. It can be good if used in the right way. Uh, and then the social aspect. Delta, you talk about this all the time. The screensaver, right, which is one of the – it's in the original research proposal, funding proposal for SETI at Home. We're going to have this, in, this screensaver that visualizes what you're doing so that people can participate and that when your friend walks by, they look at your computer and they're like, oh, what's that? And then you, they, all of a sudden, you're talking about Boink. Aliens. <laughs> aliens. find aliens wearing. <laughs> Everyone wants to find aliens. Oh, man. I hope it happens. Although with the, the UFO stuff coming out by the U.S., hey, who knows? Uh, but I, I do um, – I, I agree with you, Alice, that Boink can be one of the doors uh, into the worlds of science. Uh, and, and in terms of how do we get more regular people involved – it's making them feel like they're contributing to something they want to contribute to. Uh, another way to phrase that is making it feel like they're contributing to something worthwhile. So with COVID, that's why so many people came in with COVID projects, because they felt like they were contributing not just for their own health, but for the greater good. Right? They were helping stop this evil pandemic. That's why the climate change projects are so good, because people see the bigger picture. And then with the, the very specific medical projects, uh, People who are affected or have their 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 uh, immediate family or someone they know affected by a medical uh, issue that one of these projects are working on, they feel like they're contributing to something worthwhile when they contribute to those projects. So if we can somehow capture and replicate that feeling for like every project, like Prime Grid, it's hard to get pumped up about primes unless you're already pumped up about primes. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, then I think we can bring more people in. It's it's really about capturing that feeling about uh, contributing to something worthwhile and making progress towards an end. Uh, so we talk a lot about uh, project um, like completion bars, 10%, 30%, 50%. Even if they don't really mean anything, just showing it actually makes people want to contribute more. Because once you get to 90%, you're like, oh, I got, I got to nail out that last 10%. Yeah, and I'm just imagining uh, Prime Grid's progress bar at zero percent for pretty much forever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the infinite projects. Yeah, yeah, and having the uh, the to your point in the chat here, the the visual aspect of the screensaver, having it seem tangible. Absolutely, I can't wait to see what happens with VR or like integrating work units into games. This is why a lot of quote citizen science work or science at home work. Uh, involves playing a game and getting a score because you're working towards an end really just the high score or or whatever and doing science along the way i can't wait to see what new technology can do for that tangibility aspect of it another great thing is also being able to show your friends that hey look i have a bigger number than you and I'm not talking about prime grid primes, but I'm talking about credits. Uh, and I know that there's a lot of projects that do have a means of generating a certificate. Uh, I know that Einstein at Home has a way to generate a certificate, which tells you how many credits you've run and approximately how many floating point operations you've done. And remember, the credit to floating point operation uh, is not exactly a perfect conversion, but 
hey, if you can show your employer or you can show your friend that, hey, I've done 26 million of these things, then they'll be like, whoa, that's awesome. I'm going to do 27 million. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The competition is really fun. If we can build those out, I think we can bring a lot into, uh, into Boink as well. If we can get corporations um, fighting with each other, fighting, competing against each other to get highest scores, that would be wonderful for Boink. Um, and to Netherstar's comment here in the chat, he says, but it is cool just seeing your computer just search, uh, searching cures for diseases and searching for aliens while you don't need it. You might think that. I might think that. But I think it's very important that we keep in mind that not everyone thinks that. And Emma maybe, doesn't. <laughs> maybe some people think that to a certain degree, but is it to a degree? Is it, Do they think it enough that it makes them sign up for Boink, right? What's that level at which they flip and turn on Boink? It, they might need just one more little thing on top. Oh, it is kind of, like, for example, they might think, oh, it is kind of cool to be able to do all this stuff. But I don't know, the UX is a little difficult. There's a lot of projects to choose from. It's a little overwhelming. So I don't know, maybe I'll turn it on for a week. It was fun and then I'll walk away. That's a huge thing with Boink is user retention. But if you add a second layer to it, Oh, but I also make a little bit of money? Okay, cool. Oh, but I also get to compete with my friends? All right, great. Oh, but I also get a certificate for finding a uh, Pulsar? Wonderful. I'll do it. I'll continue to do it to try to get that next certificate. It's about finding that extra extra mile that's going to change someone's mind from, yeah, this is an interesting thing for a week, to, oh, I'll keep doing this every week. And after hearing that Einstein at home hands out certificates for every pulsar or supernova remnant they find, I I started crunching it again. So <laughs> I'm crunching it. I, I kinda want one of those certificates too. So game on, buddy. First one to get a certificate wins. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be tough. I better get my internet back soon. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Uh go I've made a scientific discovery. What have you discovered? This oak contains 60 grams of sugar. That's 60% of my daily intake. <laughs> oh, man. That is a lot of sugar. I, I would be, um, I don't know, hyper, I guess? Uh, <laughs> it's not going to last long. It's like two sodas over here. Yeah, oh, yeah, same here. But this is just one carton. This is one like handheld carton. This, this thing's so sweet that it'll kill you if you have too many. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's probably why they sell so much of it, because it's so sweet. <laughs> I'm sure it tastes delicious, man. It's just oh, yeah, this, this one, I, I honestly think this one's probably the second best. Choc chocolate's the best, but uh, from the taste here, vanilla malt's probably the second best. Uh, on that note, I do need to go in five minutes. Uh, does anyone have any other thoughts, final thoughts on the social side of Boink? So Shimmy Shim asks, and this is the question we're going to end on today, guys. Is there an outreach program for non-crypto people? He's wondering if there's like a, a, a program with Boink or if someone set something up that goes out and tries to reach out to elementary school teachers or high school teachers or universities to get their, their attention to Boink. Uh, and no, there is not. But this is one of the problems with Boink, uh, and I'll, I'm only going to touch on it, but it's filled with technical, technically minded people. So they see that problem and their solution is to develop a new technology to just that will just make these people come to Boink. And it's unfortunately not the way it works. Uh, you need to do what you're suggesting. Have people go out and get them. Uh, it doesn't matter if you build a nicer project manager. It doesn't matter... If, if you simplify a website, 
What matters is these people don't know Boink exists. You need to go out and tell them about it and have FaceTime and talk to them. So uh, we want, at least I want, to see more social people in Boink, more entrepreneurs in Boink. We, sh we need to tap this giant network of ours, for, of people from around the world of varying interests, and have them work together to do exactly what you're suggesting. Do you know a college professor who would absolutely love what Boink represents? Delta's actually done this before. Go out and talk to them and see if you can't do your, uh, your, your thesis on Boink, on a Boink project, build a Boink project for your uh, you, uh, semester. Uh, do you have a, a science teacher that was uh, your elementary school science teacher or high school science teacher, and they would absolutely love this in their classroom? Tell them that it exists and show them the World Community Grid project or competition that happened in high schools uh, and, and tell them how they might be able to do it. And if they have questions, bring them to other people. Say, I, you might not have all the answers, but there's a huge, we've got 12 people here at least right now. There's a huge community here who would love to explain Boeing to people and how they might be able to use it in their setting, in their context. So bring them to the server, Bring, give them our email address. Uh, and we'll talk to them about how they might set up a competition of teachers versus students, ninth grade versus 10th grade, right? And in the future, hopefully, there will be funded organizations that can go out and do this stuff based on business models that might function or based on nonprofit models that might function. Uh, and if that's the case, send them to those organizations. Uh, but th there has to be what you're describing because it's so valuable, so valuable. All right. Any other thoughts on that question? Well said. All right, then we'll wrap up. Thanks, guys, for sitting through this rapid fire Ringo ramble. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. You should uh, you should um, trademark that. <laughs> uh, I think I just <laughs> <laughs> Delta. What are we talking about next week? You have anything you want to cover? Uh, hopefully, they'll actually post the videos of the Boink workshop, so probably we can actually cover that. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. I can't wait. Hopefully, I'm going to try and make it this Wednesday, I, uh, middle of the day Wednesday. I don't know if I can do it, but we will see what happens. Otherwise, guys, if you're listening to this and you're not already an active contributor to the community on a non-technical side, join a Boink community. It doesn't need to be this one. Join Prime Grid, join World Community Grid, join MLC at home, or join this one and get involved and talk to people about stuff. That's where ideas come from. That's how stuff starts happening. That's where people meet and then build really big, cool stuff. Uh, so get involved. It doesn't matter if you can code or not. That said, have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you next week, Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Boink Network Discord server for good old chat about all things Boink. See you later.